Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Congrats, you made it to the midway point of the work week. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicky. This is episode 360. Today, we'll be dishing the latest news, rumors, and history. You're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Uh, Nick and uh, Nick is back with me, by the way. Uh, his dad is recovering. Yes. You want to give an update? Yeah. So today's his last day in ICU and then he should be going into a normal, typical hospital room that people can visit for the next uh, few days. So where we can actually sit and visit for quite a while. He was up and walking like I think three or four times the other day. Good. And talking, but uh, he's kind of up and down. It's painful at times. Right. And, and it's going to be. Right. So he's up, he's down, he's falling asleep. He's It's really weird. So like what we talked about yesterday, he has no memory of it at all. Right. It's because of the meds they're giving him. So I was like, going to say, just be ready for that because, you know, that's what we trouble we had with my dad when he was in the hospital in and out like that. They got so many medications in their body and something about them being over 60. They said that that just causes some dementia-like symptoms. So don't think that they're permanent. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, like yesterday, take that for example. I'm, I'm talking to him, and I was telling him about his nurse, Jeremy, and what he was telling me about and stuff like that. He's like, who, who are you talking about? Right. What are you talking What are you talking I don't remember you being here yesterday. I'm like, oh my gosh, Dad, I was here all day long, and came in and saw you like five or six times, you know? So, it was a really weird, odd experience, but I just want to say thanks to all of our listeners for all the support and prayers for my father and, and our family during this time. I, you saw it, Vicky. Well, they were checking in with me. Oh my so, gosh, yeah. things kept trickling in all day long. Right. Even though I didn't respond, I saw that you were, so I well, kind of was... you take the wheel, and my phone would vibrate, and you know. But seeing... I felt like that was something I could do to help you out. I really do appreciate it. I mean, but it was really cool to see every everyone responding and saying, hey, how's Nick's dad doing? And we were right. praying for him. I just want to say. Except for Andrew. What? No, 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 no. Andrew thought you were the one having the surgery. Did you see that? Andrew, I thought that was Jim. Um, One of It's Jim because he thinks I owe him dinner, which I said I would buy him dinner if he'll meet me at Disney World, but not a sit down. That's really good. And speaking of Andrew, like I am not even kidding. My phone just vibrated and Andrew just responded. How's the family doing? Or, you know, dad's still recovering well. So I'm going to text him right now, responding to your text as we record. (laughs) 
Anyway. While Nick's responding to Andrew, I just want to remind you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. He did just weigh in. He said, sweet. He goes, tell the listeners I said hello. So he's <laughs> talking to himself and everyone that's listening right now, Andrew. He's probably our, working. He's our loyal bored. listener says, hey, hello. But uh, again, yes, listeners, I can't thank you enough for all of the prayers and texts and emails that, that came through the, over the weekend. I was shocked, Vicki. Really? Yes. And you know, I've been... We've asked them, though, and I just feel like they're very supportive of us. Well, what's crazy is, you know, I, the last few weeks I've been very convicted as far as... Uh, deciding, what to do. Deciding whether if I should continue doing as much with the podcast as I am. Or, you know, kind of throttle down. Maybe to just two episodes instead of three. You know, we, we've tossed around some ideas. You still could throttle down what, and we'll but I tell you pick what, up the though, slack. I'm not now because... <laughs> now you're pumped about it again. <laughs> Everyone that poured in, like, I, I just did not realize. I did, but I really didn't. I, I did not realize the amount or magnitude of individuals worldwide that we actually touch in some way. Right. And bring joy. Like, you saw all the texts and emails. Like, people it was from awesome. all over the place saying, hey, thank you so much. You bring me joy when I travel. Hey, thank you so much. You bring me joy when I'm taking my kids to school. Hey, thanks so much. When, right. You know, and then... And then other listeners saying, hey, you know, you bring joy to, to everyone. Everyone serves differently. And, right. you know, I think you are bringing joy to many lives. And so you hear all the stuff that has just been pouring in and all, on top with all the prayers and, and shout outs to my dad and right. saying we're thinking about him. I'm like, wow, we we really have the best family out there. Right. That listen to this podcast. For sure. And For sure. Honestly, I, I'm not joking. It's the listeners that keep us. I've said this, that right. keep us doing what it is we do. But I tell you what, just from. Taking a step back and not being in the driver's seat for a while and just watching all these messages come through and you responding. Right. It truly amazed me how many people listen to the show and are engaged and that care. Right. And we do want to tell you uh, that we are going to do, since the listener, uh, what do I want to say? The listener participation, the the listener participation episodes seem to be huge right now. So we'll always keep up with the news and rumors. I say we roll with them. As long as they keep going, I say we just roll with all these episodes. We'll do our best. I don't know. Somebody said that they felt like uh, that texted me privately, not because they're just one of my friends, but they said they felt like that was one of the most emotional but awesome. uh, Episodes to think of the movies in different ways and to know that people are relating to the Disney movies the way that they are. I wasn't shocked by that so much, but I guess they were, which was cool. I mean, we, you know, had some sad moments, but then we had some happy things that came out of that too. So Nick's got an idea for our show. We're going to put it up for the next week. Yeah, go ahead. So I texted you and said, Hey, look, you know, when we first started the podcast, it was all about the weird, strange, unexplainable. Disney events, right? It's Nick's middle name. Well, that's <laughs> that's really what the podcast was supposed to be for. Our experiences, right? The weird, the strange things that have taken place, and we've ha- we've done episodes, right? With no, I weird, know weird things that have gone on at the parks, but just, we don't know as many as we'd like, right? So, if you do, I'm throwing this one out to the listeners. I want the listeners to email us. What are some of the weirdest things they've witnessed at the park or have felt or experienced? Or and I'm going to throw this on Facebook like scary, so you won't forget. Scary stories. Since it is October. Right. We're talking scary stories. The weird, the strange, the unexplainable. Also, if you don't have a weird, strange, or unexplainable story, tell us if you've been to a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween and maybe the best part of that hard ticket event or possibly 
maybe you've been down there during the month of October or, you know, during the Halloween uh, festivities. So I can chime in because I didn't actually go yes, in. Yes. But we sat out on the bench and watched, it, watched everybody walking in on their And costumes. then tell us your experiences, you know. Right. Because it's different right now with the spirit of Halloween. And yeah. The decorations they have and the decor on Main Street, USA. So... Anyway, share all that information. You're going to put it up on Facebook. I am right? going to put it up on Facebook. We'll need it for, um, I'll put a deadline on it for you, but Nick is going to be at the happiest place on earth for a little while. Well, and I don't want to do well, that show without him. Well, let me so tell I'll you put something. the deadline for you. And I got something here. Um, well, before I move on, I, I want to say one more thanks Okay. to our family. I know I've said it a million you, times, but I, I wanted your phone for that. Cannot one person. I cannot say it enough. I cannot, cannot say it enough. All right, let's see here. I need to pull up an email that I believe, I hope I'm pulling up the right one that you want to discuss. So while you're pulling up, I'm going to thank these people. So thank you to Callie Turney and Gina Arthur Crutzkamp. I hope I said that correctly. Miranda Noonan Lung, Lee Suggs, Andrew and Casey, Jim in Florida, and this person that Nick is pulling up. These um, are people that have been texting in this weekend and just chiming into what's going on. I also want to thank my friend Leanne Schlatzauer for... Uh, reporting on the episode that we just did where the listeners got to chime in. And, and we really do like that. A lot of times it's hard to think of something that's new and exciting for you to chime in. in. But we're going to do our best to try to make My that happen. My phone just dinged. Congratulations. You have a new follower. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. It doesn't give us a name, but congrats. Well, we're it's not funny. live, so we know it's not because they're listening to us right this second. So I think, are you talking about Jane? Is the person's name Jane? Yes, I don't okay, have that so one. So here you go. Here's my phone. This is Handing just, okay, her name is... It's a Note 9. Jane Terrari. What? It's a Note 9. Don't drop that. I'm not, I'm not it's, dropping it's a, it's a, it. Never mind. Okay. And then one of these people, I can't remember if it's Gina or it's Jane, they had a friend that wrote in, and that's what you were talking about. That oh, her, are you gonna, you're not going to read that? Or you, you want oh, me to read it all? Oh, no, no, you're fine. I'm just mentioning the name. Um, she, I'm pretty sure it's Gina's friend in Tennessee that she told, and her little boy asked to listen to Mickey Mouse on the way to school in the mornings. And yeah, I thought that was neat. That's so cute. I know my niece is enough you like to listen to it too, so I and get it. We have uh, a listener that travels to Cincinnati and back and forth and listens oh, to our yeah, podcast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, d- I didn't see that one, but I know it's um, it's sounding vaguely familiar. Maybe you sent it to me. So there's a listener that also sent in an email saying, or maybe it was a text. I can't remember or Facebook. I, I know now it's all running together. It really is. <laughs> They're going to be at home. They had it in parentheses. Or, excuse me, yeah, um, quotation marks. They're going to be home. I think that's Gina that, that's okay. going on the long cruise and where she wants to do trip report with us. Okay. She's going to be down there in two weeks or something. Maybe I'll run into her. I don't know. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'll just be coming back as she arrives. arrives. So maybe right. our paths will cross in the airport. Who knows? But uh, text in. Give me your dates and um, I'll see if I'll, I'll be there. Maybe we can do a little meet and greet. I know I am meeting with a handful of listeners while I'm down there. Uh, that have texted in saying, hey, we're going to be there at the exact same time. We really want to meet up with you. There are even some parents here at our school uh, that found out that I'm going to be down there that want to, they listen to the podcast and they just want to hang out and and say hi. So I am going to do some pop-ups. I am going to have recordings going on just in the background, just to record. I mean, I'm not going to be talking. I'm just going to be recording you, you know, with random noises. Well, with the background noises and everything, and so we be can sure hear to that, do that stuff. On people mover. I, I want to feel like yeah. we're so. On I have it. a separate recorder just for that, and I, and I purchased a microphone that can connect to it. Um, that should do a little bit better with a windsock on it. So okay. 
should do should do much. I think it's called the wind. Are they called wind socks? That or? sounds right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that should be a little bit better. I know we've had a listener, uh, Lee, who said, "Hey, look, you know, it might be better if you have a different recorder." Taking that criticism, constructive criticism, uh, with stride, and went out and purchased a mic with a uh, with a wind sock cover. Gotcha. So hopefully that will work out. Um, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? Oh, I, I do want to hit up Walt Express here real quick over at waltexpress.com. You can go ahead and check out their website for all tips, uh, deals, and all things Disney. Become a Disney expert yourself. But there's someone who has finally published their very first blog ever. One of our dear friends, Callie Turney. Oh, awesome. Her very first blog, and it's over minivan transportation service. A Disney World review. So, hey. Brad, let's get let's get an applause for Kay, for Callie. That'd be awesome. So, I can't wait to see more blogs by Callie as well. And there's uh, a couple other blogs up there at WaltExpress.com that I want to talk about. Manny Middleton, Walt Disney World must dos for the little ones. We have another one by Vanda Bean. Reservations available now for Storybook Dining at Artist Point, which I already booked my reservation over there. By the way. Oh, did you? Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to You're see. You're taking pictures, right? I will take pictures. Yes, I've already booked at Sebastian's Artist Point. Um, let's see here. Your wheels are uh, Ohana. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, the Ohana breakfast. I'm trying to think of all the reservations. Trails End, I, I believe. I know you got two BR, BR guests. Yeah, two BR guests. As I go on along with the trip, though, I'm sure I'll be narrowing them down because I, I make, you know me, I make a ton of reservations and I'm it just depends. Well, it just depends you where I'm at. You won't cancel BR guest. That I will not. That's, <laughs> that's set in stone. But the others, it just depends where I'm at, what I'm doing. At that moment. If okay. I care. If gotcha. I care going. All right. So Disney funds a Philly school theater program, which I thought was super cool because as you and I both know, the public school system doesn't always get as much money as I think people think we get to, to fund different programs. Sure. Well, I mean, honestly, and especially the fine arts programs. Those are the ones that tend to go first when we're cutting things from school district budgets. And so while Disney company... With the Disney Theatrical Productions has awarded a grant of $120,000 to the Walnut Street Theater to administer its Disney musicals and schools. It says, oh, program. The initiative supports sustainable theater programs in under-resourced elementary schools. The funding is much-needed boost to arts programs in the city public schools, which has lost its critical financial support. And I know there's been many movies over the years about the situation of how fine arts are cut. Band programs, theater programs, art programs. So, and so this is Wal- what school is this? It's it's for the Philadelphia inner city okay, schools. Okay, in Philly. Okay. Yeah, and so Disney has come in and offered to do this hundred and twenty thousand dollars to give to this program, which is going to be huge. And so the Philadelphia public and charter schools can apply, and the deadline to apply for this year is October twelfth. And so apparently, which is this Friday, by the way, apparently. Nick, this is going to be an annual thing if it works out. Oh, neat. All right. I just like that they're doing that because you never know. That could be a... uh, I can't talk today. A future Disney cast member. We just never know what they're supporting in their theater programs. Oh, sure. You know, that happens all the time with, you know, in Southern California, the fine arts institutions where they kind of have like a a partnership. Right. Where they kind of groom animators and stuff like that. So this is... That's really neat. I'd be interested in see, yeah, 10, de- 10 years down the road, what kind of impact has this made? I think right? it's going to be amazing. So Hurricane Michael, this is what I wanted to bring up earlier and I forgot to bring up. It might just ruin some plans, uh, travel plans for lots of people that are wanting to travel to Walt Disney World here this week. 
this thing came out of nowhere. As it always does. Right. Well, usually, you know, you can track them from Africa like we talked last week. And you can track it. It's coming over across the Atlantic. This came from the south. Uh, below Cuba, like Riviera Maya and Cuba, right? Yeah, they were talking about that this morning. Can't, it's coming straight up. This thing's gonna, the eye of the storm, it's projected. Now, this is according to the Weather Channel, all right? <laughs> They're pretty accurate. The eye of the storm is gonna cross right over Panama City. Right. Right? I saw that. And that is Wednesday, and the storms are gonna be up to 120 miles an hour? That is insane. Well, I... The way they were saying it this morning, it seemed like I wasn't worried for you because it seemed that it was going to like go across there and by Friday night, it was going to be like running up the coast. So yeah, then South Carolina and North Carolina, we're probably going to get a little residual effect of it, but you should be okay for your trip. I hope so. By Thursday, it's going to be in your home state of Georgia, right? They're just just north of Atlanta. And it's going to pass through Charleston, where my wife and I go every year right. from Myrtle Beach. And by Friday morning, it's supposed to be all the way clear up towards Virginia. Yeah, I knew it was. They said it was going to run up the East Coast, but it seemed hope, like for you, you were in the clear. I hope it dissipates. I hope it doesn't even make landfall. I hope all these cities and people and homes are all saved. And this thing just disappears in the Gulf. I, that, that would be... It's happened before. It has. That would be best case scenario. I would hate it for Disney, honestly, if it happens again, because this will be the third year in a row. What are you talking about? Hurricane, third year in a row that affected the travelers to Disney. Yeah, I was there. Remember last October, I was out there when that hurricane came through and uh, through Texas. And then the other hurricane came right up through uh, Florida and uh, caused a lot of ruckus. Like, like. Disney had got slammed by two in a row. It was insane. Remember that? Well, two years ago, we had four teacher families that were going, if you remember right. And a bunch of them had to drive because the airplanes were not flying, but they wanted to still go serious? on their trip. You don't remember this? No. One of them was our principal, third grade teacher. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Two years ago in, on fall break. Yeah. There was a they hurricane. drove? Yeah, some of them drove. And we had people at our church. Sure they, wasn't last, that wasn't last year? No, last year there was a different one. Okay. No, last year was a, d- a different one. No, that was two years ago, believe it or not. Wow. But yeah, I said this would be the third year in a row. It's it's kind of crazy. It makes me think that futuristically this could continue. This this pattern is, look, you know, it's making a pattern, I should say. Well, it is the season. It is the season for hurricanes, right? It is, but you just usually don't hear about them being... Usually they die well, off pretty much before they get to landfall. And they're, oh, they just pick up steam, man. I mean, they're not as... I don't know. They're not closing everything down as much. one thing I love, though, is that Disney bubble. There really is a Disney bubble. We're not talking about the Disney bubble that you're in when you're in vacation mode. There actually is, if you look at it through history, there's that Disney bubble where it seems like the worst of all worst part of the storm always goes around Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) They have like a magic bubble and it shines I think they do. (laughs) I I really do. I really think they do. So Lilo and Stitch is going to be the next movie, Disney animated film, to be a live action remake. I don't know if you heard this this week. Really? Yes. They better do it upright, man. I could see this either going really south and being very cheesy or done upright. I, it just says that Disney's beloved animated classic Lilo and Stitch is reportedly going to be the next live action by the Hollywood reporters who reported it this week. Dan Lin and Jonathan Eirich will produce the new live action remake. The pair is currently working on the live action remake animated classic Aladdin, when they finish that, that's when they're going to start Lilo and Stitch. The new movie will be a CGI live action hybrid movie, which sounds good to me. 
Mike Van Ways will write the script for the new film, and it's reportedly unclear whether the new remake remake will be heading to theaters or if it's going to directly go to go to. You know, want to guess what that's going to directly go to? DVD. Something we've been talking about. Disney streaming service. Streaming service. I don't think. It'll go in theaters. There's no way. Now, the Jungle Book was CGI Live. So that, you know, the little boy was the only actor in the film. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And he just acted his way across a green screen the entire time. Right. Uh, Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Yeah, I know. I saw that and I was like, that would not be one of them that I would have automatically thought of as a live action movie. But would you ever thought Jungle Book would have been a live action movie? No, because I didn't know that they could... Do what it's they amazing do. what they can do. Yeah. The Magic Kingdom's Tom Sawyer Island to close soon for two month refurbishment. We kind of hinted at this last time. Yep. And when's uh, it going to reopen? Last week. So it's closing on the 14th. So it will still be open when I get there. And I'll be there for one day. You're killing me here. What? I'm seeing if they're open when I'm there. Well, I think it might be. It's only through the 21st of December. Oh, that's when I get there. I know. So you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. So I'll actually, so I'm, I wonder how busy it's going to be right before the refurbishment. I will be there on the 13th and half of the day on the 14th. Um, so we'll see on the 13th how busy it's going to be. I don't know. It's a Saturday though. That's usually a busy day for them. It is a Saturday. Ouch. So it's going to be closed for refurbishment for over two months. Two months. I wonder what they're doing. To refurb. I, the island. I don't know. It was in pretty good shape last time I was out there. They're going to fix those bathrooms and I, make them better. Oh, that's... my gosh. Yes. Remember, those bathrooms were nasty. But the person the who does... The last couple times. I can't remember the name of that blog, but they literally just go around Disney parks and check out the best bathrooms, and they post the cleanest ones for the week that they're there. And they were the cleanest ones they said that they went to. The American Adventure, the, right outside, right. on the side of the building, the yeah, side of the restaurant. Yeah, but you keep telling people that the they're not going to be the cleanest. Those Everybody's going to be I using know, right? them. Disney's The Nutcracker in the Four Realms is coming to the El Capitan Theater. It's going to present a special engagement of the upcoming holiday feature, The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. And Nick, I don't know if you saw the trailer this week. Brad was saying it's kind of creepy, but he kind of wants to see it. Yeah, kind of reminds me of what's that movie with uh, the lion and the the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Yeah, you know, the it Chronicles does. of Narnia or whatever. Yeah, is it kinda the same director? Me of that. And the Chronicles of Narnia, I don't know. I was it held my attention for about 45, 50 minutes. Then you lasted longer than me. Then I, right. You know, I think it's going to be like on one of those films. I don't know, but it says it's going to be held from November 2nd through November 18th, and the film will be shown in Dolby Vision Laser Projection and Dolby Atmos Sound Technology. The guests are going to be able to take photos with the life-size music box while the El Capitan's music maestro plays music theme to each of the four realms. I don't know. It kind of looks weird. But on Friday, November 2nd, the 7.30 screening of the new film will be accompanied by a performance of Debbie Allen's Hot Chocolate Nutcracker by the Debbie Allen Dance Academy, which I didn't realize she was still doing that. Interesting. So if you're interested in getting tickets, you can uh, contact the El Capitan Tickets dot com and you can buy some tickets to see the nutcracker in the four realms i don't know i'll check it out anyway you may have heard this listeners vicky you may have seen this this past week as well about a new yorker and a lawsuit oh yeah 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 yeah. okay so i knew you a, would find a, this. a new york man is suing walt disney parks and resorts after a 2015 encounter this is according to the orlando sentinel in which the man was forced to move out of the parade route in front of Cinderella Castle at the Magic Kingdom. We've all been told to step aside, right? A time or two, haven't you? Yes, but not for this reason. And you always, like, try to find an excuse. I just need to go right over there. I just need... And either some cast members, okay, go ahead and go, or sorry, gotta find a new route, right? 
but you always find a way around. Right. You always, but I think we've all been there. We've all been there where I haven't been in this situation. We and don't want to be have. told no, but then we have to move anyway. I, I don't know. Let's read. Let's read the article, Vicky. Let's let's read it. So Mark Rubin, fifty-seven. Mark Rubin. You're, that sounds so familiar. It does. Mark Rubin. Is he an owner of some sports team or something? I have no idea. Uh, people probably shouting at me right 57? now. So, Fifty-seven. Maybe this isn't the same Seven years I have. old was visiting Walt Disney World with his girlfriend. Oh, good for him. Fifty-seven has a girlfriend, <laughs> and intended to propose That'd in front it. of the castle. All right, is this the same article? Yes, it is. All right, but I didn't see how old yeah, he I'm was. Just, dude, I'm just glad that late in life, you're still finding love. Like that's awesome. You know, who knows what happened before? Right. Then. But anyway, according to the 24-year-old uh, female cast member that was involved. Ruben was asked to, uh, to move approximately three feet back by that cast member so that he was out of the parade route. In response, Ruben screamed in her face and grabbed her. The incident report from the Orange County Sheriff's Office says that Mark grabbed the shirt collar and threatened to punch her in the face. Whoa. Right, so that's, that's in the report. The cast member? That Mark threatened the cast member. Yeah. Yes. That, so you're going to punch a lady? Dude. Isn't it crazy the things that people say and do at Disney when you've been waiting in line all day long and you're tired, you're hungry? I don't think I would punch a lady. I, I think it's one of those moments where uh, that part of the trip has gotten to you all day. I'm not making excuses. I'm just kidding. Um, Mark, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get a rise out of you here. Shake your toe. I'm just like, for real? No, I'm not. I'm No, no, I'm not defending this man at all. After a manager arrived, Ruben was taken to the security office, then later arrested by the sheriff's office. At that time, Ruben pled no contest to disorderly conduct charge and paid a $100 fine. I wonder if you paid in Disney dollars. <laughs> kind of interested, interesting in seeing Can I that. use my Disney Here, card? Here's my, here's my $20, $20 uh, Jack Sparrow. Uh, <laughs> Jack Sparrow bill right there. Now Ruben is suing for uh, negligence, saying that the cast member falsely accused him of grabbing her. In the lawsuit, Ruben claims that he told the cast member he was waiting for the rest of his party and asked for a brief delay. The lawsuit says that she insisted he move immediately and that while a verbal altercation ensued, Ruben didn't touch the cast member. Ruben is suing for negligence and false imprisonment or arrest. He's asking for the Orange uh, Circuit Court to award more than $15,000 in damages. Now, how does that... Well, I guess if you're arrested and it's on your report, you know, and you pay. Yeah, but how do you get fifteen thousand out of the? He paid a hundred dollars. Maybe I don't know. Well, your dues, I have no idea. So, my thing is, there's cameras everywhere, right? Yeah, there's got to be cameras everywhere. This is a open shut case. You review the footage, and well, they have it from three years ago, though. Either you touched that cast member, or you did. I'm sure they pulled it that day. You think? Oh yeah, true. If it was enough for them to be arrested yeah for them to be arrested yeah now the manager that came up to confront mark rubin told the sheriff's department he did not see the uh guest grab the shirt collar or did not hear uh him threaten the cast member but who knows what other witnesses were around correct that the sheriff's department you know questioned added to to their report you know so i would like to see the report as well that'd be kind of neat that it's published somewhere isn't that like public knowledge? Isn't it public knowledge? I know we have plenty of well, police officers. That did your article to the show, say about you? them asking Disney? Did your article? No, say? no. What did your say? It just said they asked Disney, and Disney said that that would all come out at the court case. Okay, all right. So eventually so, it will. 
Right, so we won't know anything at the moment. So a lot of people have weighed in, and a lot of people are saying the exact same thing. This is just another bid to get money from Disney. People that are gold digging, just trying to get money from Disney. So they, they see an opportunity, they take complete advantage of it. So this is what a lot of people are weighing in saying. That seems to be the case on a lot of different things. I know, right? I know, I know, Why I know, do you want to lie when it can't be backed up? In, the, in this day and age, <clears throat> why would you want to lie about something? Well, we don't know. We'll find out after, you know. Well, oh, either one of them. We, one of them had to have been lying, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm, I'm sure the guy's lying. 100%, man. No cast member. No cast member. I don't know. It's going to make something it up like that. It could be a disgruntled one. No, no <laughs> cast member. You don't want bad show. You know, that's one of the keys. Right. You know? So Mackenzie Foy, which is the lead character of the new movie that I just talked about a minute ago, The Nutcracker in the Four Realms, she showed up as a surprise appearance at the Disneyland Resort. They were having a special preview for at California Adventure for the annual pass holders, and she snuck in and surprised all the guests on October the 5th. Who did? It's her name is Mackenzie Foy. She's the girl that, that plays the lead character in OMG. It just went out of my head what her name is. I can't think of it. That lead character in the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Okay. Nah, we'll figure it out when we see it. Right. So she uh, surprised them and they got to have like a meet and greet with her and Mickey and Minnie at the Passholder Preview. That's awesome. Yeah. D- Disney just came out with a statement saying they're creating an immersive VR experience that's going to require you and your cell phone. So the the head the head of uh, the heading of this uh, article, Disney Tech could let you take part in a friend's VR experience using a cell phone so i don't know there was just a patent filed and i don't know if this is supposed to be like someone else's cell phone sort of like uh i don't know if it's gonna be like periscope you know remember periscope oh yeah all hot you know and facebook live it still is right and youtube live and stuff like that and be able to watch uh what that person is recording but in these pictures that i'm seeing i'm seeing other things like the magic mirror cinderella's magic mirror oh yeah incorporated in the background um, go ahead and check out this article. There's not really much on it, just that it was filed and that uh, the patent uh, public application was just, just published. And it's going to incorporate external guests into a virtual reality environment. And this is coming from... Who's coming from? Don't know. Sorry, I don't know, Vicky. But uh, literally just pulled this one up. I didn't have this down on paper or anything, but I saw this VR thing and it caught my eye. Yep, and you're Disney's, all about the virtual reality. Well, I think that's what a lot of new experiences and attractions are coming to. Oh, okay. You know, you, well, well, you have Universal and Disney competing right. still. I mean, so I just had this discussion with someone the other day. So you have the three main parks down there. Universal, Disney, and SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. SeaWorld's doing absolutely nothing. To stay well, they can't keep in up touch with, with reality, right? To try to make any money. They've shut down their, their what? Whale shows and they have a roller coaster they just built where you wear virtual reality glasses. See? So you wear VR goggles. Now you have um, over there in, oh my gosh, our nemesis, not Disney. I just said it. Universal Studios. Universal Studios. A lot of their rides are VR experiences as well. And then now you have Disney who's getting in on that as well. Like at Disney Springs with the void right. and some of the things that they're implementing inside the parks. This is going to, this is the new thing, the latest and greatest. So you're going to see a lot of patents coming from both or all three entities in the future. I think SeaWorld's really just gone to the wayside, but as far as Universal I can't and, imagine and Disney, yeah, that they're keeping as, up. Right. There's, I don't they're even know how they would at, be. They're lost out at sea. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> well, I just don't think that they ever had the following that Disney and Universal Studios did. 
Oh, no, not a, I mean, I know people want to visit there, but it's not as big of a deal to go there for vacation. So here's here's more on this thing. It says creating an immersive VR experience requires some sophisticated tech. Not only must the user see and hear a believable fantasy environment through high-end headsets, location technology must also be able to track their physical movement and body position so that they can properly interact with the environment. I wonder if this is going to be something where if I go to Disney... And if I'm wearing something, you know, like a recording, you can go ahead and put on VR equipment to where you actually feel like you're there with me. That would be cool. I wonder if that's what this is supposed to be getting at. Then we're going to have to go video. Go, Friends, go ahead and check it out. Google Disney Tech could let you take part in a friend's VR experience using a cell phone. That would be very cool. So, very neat. So I don't know. I, I you, don't know. When you want us to feel like you're on Main Street with you, then we could literally you're, you're feel gonna like You're going to find me on a park bench sleeping, so you'll see clouds, <laughs> right? And I'll be I'll be a beggar asking <laughs> on the streets. The parade's going through, and you see me leaning up against the wall, sitting down, <laughs> asking for scraps from Casey's Corner. Yum. Outside the ice cream parlor. That's hilarious. Yeah. My hair gets so long, we have to go get a haircut, you know? There's a barber, barber. right there. I know, right? <laughs> Everything's anyway. there for what you need. Go Except for a, a bank. Go take a shower, you know, There's jungle no cruise. <laughs> oh, there are banks all over. There's plenty of places taking your money. <laughs> all right. As we get closer to Mickey's 90th birthday, they're releasing more and more about this spectacular uh, celebration that they're going to have. And they've released some more people that are going to be on the show that they're going to air on. I believe it's ABC, of course. Skylar Aston from Pitch Perfect. Kelsey Ballerina. Oh, that's hilarious. Singer-songwriter. Miles Brown from Blackish. Anna Camp, also from Pitch Perfect. Josh Gad from Frozen, otherwise known as Olaf. Or we could also call him LaFew from uh, Beauty and the Beast, the live-action movie. Wendy McClendon-Covey from The Goldbergs and Bridesmaids. Sage Steele from ESPN Sports Center. So they said the original Mickey Mouse Club Mouseketeers Bob Burgess and Sharon Baird will make a special appearance also in the evening's activities. And they will have musical performances featuring Louis Fonsi and Tori Kelly, who sang Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. They also Im- announced that an impressive lineup of music, film, and television stars who will celebrate with them that they haven't released yet. It's going to air on Sunday, November the 4th from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And this is Eastern time. So if you live in the Midwest like we do, it'll be 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And it's a full two hours of internationally beloved character Mickey the Mouse. 90th birthday party. I wonder if they're going to feed him some cheesecake. All get right. It. That was good. <laughs> Can we get that? All right. Awesome. My favorite restaurant. Of all time. Be our guest. Be our guest, yes. At the so Magic Kingdom has recently added adult beverages to their breakfast and lunch menus. What? I thought... To breakfast, so they're just allowing people to get hammered first thing in the morning. They're going to have a little awesome. mimosa. I just... Yeah, actually. You can get one for $10. Oh, okay. It's a pretty big one, I hear. It's certain served in a pint. I'm just joking. I have no idea. I really don't. And I kid about people getting, you know... uh hammered first thing in the morning. Well, that's the world showcase. I, I kid, I kid. I'm ju- No, they make you wait until a certain time before, you know, it's like 11 or something like that. That's still morning. 10, 45, 11, something like that's that. That's morning for people who went to bed at 2. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see here. New items added to both breakfast and lunch menus. Um, What is that? A peach bellini? Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's right. All right. That's $10. I think all of these are 10 that I'm going to mention right now. Momosa. 
Uh, house made red uh, sangria. Let's see here. Grapefruit. Uh, I'm not even going to. Hefeweizen? I have no idea how you okay. pronounce that. Uh, H-E-F-E-W-E-I-Z-E-N. No clue. Weizen, Weizen, whatever. It's German. 16 ounce of some German stuff. $10. <laughs> it's awesome. Wait a minute. I thought this was France. Oh, well, no. Well, then. Well, then. Some German stuff. Really? Um. Okay, then. All okay. Right. There's a lot of history and a lot of irony going into this right now. Lunch menu has a, has a lot more, though, than the breakfast, so so get ready. We have some Stella Belgium fix, whatever they should get for $10. I don't drink, so I don't know. I'm, that I'm, doesn't mean I'm I would know, even. butchering all this up. They have um, something else. Uh, Dr. Lucen, I, I have no idea, $10. Let's see here. Something else from France for $9. I am all for right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're not even describing the drink. Something else. I want to get that something else that Nick talked about on the podcast. The rest of them I can't even, I don't even know because they're just so foreign to me. I have no idea how to pronounce it. So where can they go to look for this in case they are in The Be Our Guest restaurant. Oh, these are at the Be Our Guest. Yeah, these are all at the Be Our Guest restaurant. So. That's interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, That's why I'm saying the irony of having German alcohol at French-themed castle. But I'm wondering if they're trying to cater to people because they come from all over the world and they want to make sure that you have something that you like. So maybe that's why they're doing it. No, I just think it sounds cool. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. So there are Disney fans, Nick, and we thought we were Disney well, fans. Of course there are Disney fans. But there are Disney fans. There are two men that have transported their homes to look. Now you can actually wait, take... Wait, wait, wait. Transported their homes? To look like different parts of Magic Kingdom. Okay, this isn't fair. This, this is something I've been wanting to do forever. Now, are you, what do you mean transport? Like inside their house? So, yes. Okay, so can I just give you my thing real quick before you move on? Okay. You know me, inside my house, I've always wanted to have a themed room. Right, I know. For di- various parts of the park. Right. And I already have plenty of ideas of what I could do. Okay. That would make you feel like you're actually sitting, watching, like, in the Tiki Room or... You know, in the I love mansion. you, but I'm not sure you could even pull off what these men had. I you watched think, it on you video. Don't think, you know, oh, where well, can no, we go to I watch know it? you're very talented. Where, where can we go to watch this? That's what she said. Um, honestly, I I have like three or four different places I go. I would just put Disney dads that turn home into Magic Kingdom. Okay, that's awesome. Totally snuck that one in there. So what are what are we talking about here? So the one guy designed for Great Wolf Lodge. His name last name is Schmidt. And so he decided to turn his part of his garage. I'm coming around and looking at this. Do you have pictures? You can't see pictures. Oh, I, I didn't put them up. All right. So I can I'm gonna, send I'm you gonna, the link. I'm going to Google it. Two men that convert their homes Disney style. I'm yeah. Sure. This guy convinced or convinced, converted his house to Haunted Mansion. See, that's what I wanted to do. So in the garage, he like has the little garage, the little roller coaster thing that goes around or the. The Doom Doom buggy. Are you kidding me? Now, it does. You just say roller coaster. I saw. I'm sorry. I want to reach over there and slap. I saw a picture of it. To me, it just looked like a roller coaster. Is why I said that. It didn't look like the Doom Bubby. It bug. Doom Bubby. The Doom Buggy. It didn't look like the round thing that looks like it's going to close you in there when you're riding in it at at Magic Kingdom. And he just made it with PVC pipe, plywood, and a shop vac. That's what he said he used to make these things. That's this guy. Then there's another guy. Yeah, you need to send this to me. I think I can pull that off. This one, you can... No, I think you can pull that one off. It's this guy. His YouTuber name is Lars Land, and he rebuilt a portion of Fantasyland down in his basement. It is amazing, Nick. 
He's not even finished. And he said, I'll be posting more videos to let you know. But he has, this is the things that are included. The front of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Snow White Scary Adventures. Okay, this looks amazing. I'm looking at it right now. Peter Pan's Flight. Geppetto's Workshop and Village House Restaurant. That's his basement. It looks like you're walking through Fantasyland in his basement. Do you think Aaron will let me do this? <laughs> Can I be there when you ask her? <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have Gaston's Tavern. I don't drink, but I would have the tavern. No, I know, because it looks fun. Yeah. No, I'm looking at these pictures. Is this the same? Let's see here. Is this the same guy? Yep. Okay. Wow, that looks amazing. It's crazy to me. I don't even know how he began to make that. I mean, I'm it's not. All a, he has. Did he make it himself, or did he pay for someone to? It said he's been working on it. I assume that means he did it, but I guess he could have had people. The article said it was him. He's replicated everything so closely that it's that it, his family feels like they're at Fantasyland and they don't miss Disney as much when they leave. They just go down in their basement. That is really neat. Can you imagine when you bring your like Colin having his friends come over and they're like, "Dude." Colin has Fantasyland in his basement. Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. I know. He it's, has the park benches? Yes. It looks, <laughs> it makes you look like you're walking around Fantasyland in his basement. And then, wow. uh, um, did his daughter open up the door yet? No, not like, yet. She opened up one of the doors. It's kind of dark, though. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing. She opened up one of the doors, and of course, it went all the way to the roof. And that's where they had like storage and stuff back in there. But it was pretty fun. But how cool is that? Um, you want to have a slumber party? We're going to go to Fantasyland. And then they go down in their ba- basement. So I wonder what it looks like inside the rooms. I know. He didn't show like that, a- but he said he's not finished. That he'll be having a series of uh, videos on YouTube and just to be checking them out. How do you make all the stonework? That's what I asked you. Does it like paper mache or something? I mean, I don't know. So it's here nice. we have his wife. Is, oh, okay. I see how she's opening the door. She's not actually opening the door. It's no, the it's wall. the whole wall. Right. But you don't know that until it does that. Yeah. And I thought that was his daughter, by the way, but I could be wrong. This is interesting. So, I mean, I don't, when I see this, I don't think Disney. It, it's, I mean, I'm for sure. Real? No. Yeah, for real. It kind of looks like, I don't know what. I'm, London, maybe. It, I, like it's you amazing. could use it in, in Saving Mr. Banks. No. I mean, it looks Mary amazing. Poppins. It is it truly, amazing. I mean, I, w- I, w- I would love to have this in my basement. Sure. But can you imagine the money he spent? Because the detail is amazing. Because, I don't know, all the little handiwork around the top of the ceiling and everything with the gold like it just paint. Looks, it just looks like a, a town in England that's been around for 800 years. You know what I'm saying? That's but what, he knows that's what, what it, it is. Like. And it does look like the front of Pinocchio's house. Like what the one site that they uh, show. Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, it, it does. I would have signs. I hopefully okay. You said he's not done. Yeah, he's okay. Gonna, so you need those signs. Oh, out I'm there. sure he's gonna. He said he's not finished. This is a work in progress. Wow, that. And he didn't even tell how long it took him to do that because that's what I wanted to know. It's incredible. I want to know how he made all. I want to know how. Yeah, I want to know the material. This is you made should out write of, into him so I can do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> because I've always told Aaron like downstairs each yeah. room I want a theme. I want a haunted mansion theme. Right. I want. You know, a tiki room theme. I want, I've already have all these ideas in my head on how I would get, like tiki room to get the water flow and the water coming down the sides and the tiki's actually chanting. Like, I know how I would build all that and make it happen. Oh my word! But <laughs> I need to convince my wife to let right. me do this. This is amazing. It's hilarious. 
That is amazing. I need to write into this guy. You're right. I told you. I, I mean, he. I, I will. I definitely will. Because I need to know what he made his stone out of. Because it looks real. Yeah, I bet you it's just plaster. Uh, something. You know, it is. It's got to be. It's got to be. That's the easiest stuff to use to, to sculpt when you put it up on the wall. Yeah, but it's still a lot of money. So. But you don't use enough. So what you do is. Like a shell? No. Uh, so like uh, you put it over bo- like drywall and stuff like like board and drywall and, and sculpt it. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you've, ever, if you've seen artists that actually sculpt um, onto walls. Kind like, of. Like, you know, I'm talking like a statue's coming, or like a, something yeah. out of a wall, and they're using plaster. That's what that's all they're doing. Like Michelangelo. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, he did many things. I don't know if he made that stuff, but yeah, okay. <laughs> this is awesome. Where can our listeners find this again? It's on YouTube, and his channel is... Uh, what is the name of his channel? I'm sorry, I'm trying to what find it. What was his name? It, it was Lars Land? Lars Land. L-A-R-Z Land. See, I just Googled Lars Land, Fantasyland Basement, and it popped right up. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I, I would encourage you to check it out. All right, let's see here. You know, I don't, as usual, but I, hopefully you give me some slack. I had a lot going on this weekend. I You did? <laughs> yes. Uh, did, I don't have my printouts, but I'm looking on line, and here, Sebastian's Bistro, a Disney Caribbean beach resort, now accepting reservations. Made my reservation for that. We talked about Artist Point. Oh, you so are going to be that. reporting on that. Let's see here. I got nothing, dude. You got anything else? Yes, I do. Okay, how many articles you got? Mm, three or four. Okay, roll them, and we'll finish So last week, you. we talked about some ambassadors that they named at Disney World. Well, this week, they named uh, last Thursday on the 4th. Disney officially introduced the 2019-2020 Resort Ambassador Team, Justin Rapp and Rafa Barron, and they were accompanied by Mickey Mouse around Disneyland on, of course, a fire engine. Why would you not be doing that? So that people could uh, see them. The one man, Justin, was originally a veteran Jungle Cruise skipper, and he later joined entertainment as a performer, and in recent years he served as a trainer for new cast members. Then the Rafa Barron man was from Orange County two and a half years ago from his he moved there sorry from Mexico City and he was working as the lead person for the Tomorrowland attractions as well as a trainer for newly hired cast members so now they are going to strictly be in charge of the resort ambassador team that's their job they were named this week at Disneyland so we probably won't see them I wouldn't think but they're going to host VIP visitors and um, an official spokesperson spoke about them at the Disneyland park last week also, they said that Walt was a huge fan of Christmas, which I think we all knew. He really wanted the Christmas at the parks to be something special. In fact, that very first year, Nick, I, and I don't know that we've talked about this before, but he really wanted something special for Christmas and he wanted a parade and he made it happen and he really didn't have the money to be making it happen. But he just thought his park needed a parade for Christmas. And attendance during the Christmas season has skyrocketed, as we know, through history. And fast forward to Christmas now at Disney World. And Christmas at Disney World shines in the Magic Kingdom, as we know. Uh, You got to see it last year, and I've seen it the last few years. And how spectacular it's grown. And to think that the first year that he was open at Disneyland, he couldn't even afford the parade that he wanted to showcase. I really like Christmas over at Disney Hollywood Studios. I think it's really done up right over there. Well, in the last couple of years, it's gone. It's gotten bigger. It, the first year, I would say I could have passed that up as far as decorations go. But the last couple of years, I think they really kicked it up a notch. So. I mean, so Disney, so um, Magic Kingdom, they have the tree 
right up front in Town Square. Right. And they have Main Street, right, that they decorate. And the other snow than that. And the castle. Right, but well, you're right, sorry. This the castle. Right. Other than that though, there's I mean, people are probably gonna text in and, and scream <laughs> at me, but there really isn't that much, right? But over at like Disney Hollywood Studios, it's all over the place. But they don't have a parade. They don't have a Christmas this time parade. This is true. This is true. The only park that has a parade now, sadly, Magic Kingdom. Yep. What else you got, Vic? So. Yeah. I oh, reported not this long. This is the last one? I believe so. Sounds like this is like building up to this actually, moment. it's two recaps of things okay. that I've reported on recently. Well, actually, this one was a while ago. But, so last January, they told us. Let me go. Okay, let me think back to January. <laughs> Go. You can't think about tomorrow. Okay, go on there. They said that Stitch was closed. But then they've been saying that the Stitch ride was... January? It was January 8th. Wow. Yeah. It seems like yesterday. So they said that it was going to reopen and they were going to reopen it. They did. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, well, here's the problem. What was that? I'm just telling you. Oh, I thought you I was talking for somebody. Got a puke all over the table here. (laughs) No, I'm just saying they said that. But all in our minds, we're thinking, how are they going to do that? Da, 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 da. Well, if you I look, thought it was just going to go away. When you go this time, you're going to notice that the little entrance area where they would bring us in and we'd meet with the little robot guy. Yeah, where I'm going to go get my candy next week. Okay. It's gone now. They made that extra stroller parking. So that whole part has already been removed. When they were painting the wall, they took care of that right. part. And so the whole... So inside the building, you're going to put your strollers? No. They... Literally, the wall's gone. They wa- yes. So is it overhang? So or part is of it, nothing there. It's uh, it's like across the way at the monsters laugh floor. No, I know what you're talking about. Right. It's still got Over- the little overhang, overhang where okay, where the people mover is. They just push that wall out or back, and so I like that idea. Well, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that's gone. And then someone said that some of the parts have been repurposed, and so. It is not going to come back. I don't think it's going to come back. Most of it's been dismantled. So they said that Disney has not officially said it, but that the rumor still is a Wreck-It Ralph attraction is coming. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, I think so. I mean, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is coming. So I think that that's the only makes sense. uh, Is that your last article? No. One more. One more. This is great news. Okay. Resurrection of Rafiki. So remember last really? week, I yes. reported to you that yes. Rafiki's planet was gone. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know what happened. Well, there was a there was a lot of backlash on it. Yeah, people were upset. All over social media. Well, because the train was going to... Yeah. What, well, how are we going to get rid of the train like and all the saying, different things? People were saying, I'm going to miss the memories with my children. Right. This was a place they wanted to go. What's going to happen to the animals? Because... Right. So what you're telling me is I have another opportunity to save myself and take my family there? You do. Because right. it says... That it will close for a short time, but it will reopen in spring of 2019. So the prodigal Son has returned. That's Rafiki. right. So we are not getting rid of Rafiki. It does not say that they're going to bring Doc McStuffins back. But if you're going to leave Rafiki there, just bring her back too. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't care because my kids don't watch Doc McStuffins. But I know that a lot of little kids do. I hear them talk about it at I church. I think my kid secretly has a crush on Doc on, McStuffins. On Doc McStuffins. <laughs> That's okay. I think he does. We can let him have a, tr- a crush. Every time he sees her, he gets, all, he gets red like a lobster. Like gives her long extra hugs. Oh yeah, I don't know if that's creepy or or what. Anyway, cast members probably thinking, "Kid, get off!" Me. All right, that's so that's all you got. All right, all right, listeners, stay with me, Vixter. Well, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready, here we go. 
October the 10th, 1980. Let's guess. You weren't even born yet. Close to it. December. <laughs> Matter of fact, um, five my, months. What's up? Five yeah. months. What? Five months. Away. You were born five months later. Yeah. So yeah. my parents already thought of me then. Yes, you were. You were already thought of. You were already made. I was already. Yeah. Okay. Disney re-released uh, its 1946 film Song of the South to theaters, and I do remember going to see this when I was a child, along with the animated short I do too, Mickey Mouse Disco. But to this day, the complete version of Song of the South has never been released on home video in the United States. It's the only I have a copy for you. Country, I have a copy. You can get it from like the UK, <laughs> right? You can. No, no, no. I know, but we are the only country that doesn't have a copy of it. Right. Why so is that? My father purchased one from the UK. I have a copy myself from the UK. Me too. You do? Yep. So I don't think I've ever watched it though. I watched it once at the house, really didn't pay attention to we it. We need to have a Song of the South party. I can't get into it. I don't know why. I, I just love can't that get, movie. I can't get into that movie. I don't know why. I mean, Maybe just because my mom sang that song all the time. Right. Zip my kid was singing too. My kid broke, broke out into that I while know. he was waiting for my grandfather. Uh, and last week? My, while he was waiting for his grandfather in surgery, he just broke out and singing that song. It was hilarious. When it was like completely dead silent. <laughs> well, do you know what story I read last week in my classroom? Uh, Lee knows because he sent me a picture of Br'er Rabbit. Did you see that text? He sent me a picture. A stuffed animal? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, that's totally ironic. Today, I had my kids listen and visualize the pictures of Br'er Rabbit and the Tar Baby. Wait, in your room? Yeah. In your classroom? Yes. Vicky, are you for reals? Yes. Dude, okay, um, what? Did you really? I have that book. They read it all the time. I just played it so they could visualize it. Be careful. Be careful, girl. I wouldn't read that in my class. I I didn't read it. I played it on YouTube. I wouldn't have that in my room. I love that book. All right. There were some great visualizations. Be, Be careful. October 11th, 1982. At the newly opened Epcot Center, the American Adventure Pavilion. I, I picked this just for you, by the way. You really had that in your room? Playing on YouTube? It wasn't bad. It talked about the bunny hopping down the road and Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox trying to get him. But it said... The tar baby. Yeah, that's what it said. They make a tar baby and they try to catch him. And he gets stuck in it and that's how they catch him to eat him. <sighs> that is the truth. They try to catch him to eat him, except okay. for that he tricks them and said, okay, you can do we're, anything we're... you want to me, but please, please don't throw me in the briar patch. And so they threw him in the briar patch. All right. And then he said, born and Vicky, raised in a briar patch. Vicky, 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 Vicky. What if a principal walked in? We were doing a visualization activity. What do you he mean? Got, what did he get any phone calls at all? No, the kids no. loved it. Oh, okay. They didn't see any pictures, Nick. All they did was visualize what they look like. So... Mostly they have a bunny rabbit hopping down the road saying, howdy, howdy. Okay. That's all right. right. No, I, and I saw all the... the your wife's You're working on visualization. Yes. yes. I saw all the Your wife the is. Mine aren't out there out. yet. My kids have to color there still. All right. Moving along. Moving along. October 11, 1982. At the newly opened Epcot Center, the American Adventure Pavilion has an official opening ceremony. A single large building designed in the colonial style contains the American Adventure Show and the Hall of Flags exhibit. The American Adventure Show, narrated by audio animatronic figures of Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain, take guests on a trip through America's history. And as we all know, they updated those this uh, year. Um, Nick did, had ended up leaving, so he didn't actually get to see John Williams, but they updated it and added John Williams to it as well. 
October 12, 2005, Disney Chief Executive Officer Robert Iger announces the availability of Disney and ABC-owned TV show episodes through Apple Computer's online iTunes store. It made Disney the first to license TV episodes from downloads on Apple's iTunes store, such shows as Desperate Housewives, Lost, Night Stalker, That's So Raven, and The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody were the first shows that you were able to get. Do you remember that? No. 2005. I'll, I'll be honest. No, I don't. Oh, where was I? 2005. Oh, I was just getting my life back together in 2005. Oh, you were, yeah. <laughs> you weren't teaching it. No, I was, that was after uh, the second Gulf War and right. everyone coming home and trying to, you know, yeah. get their life situated. October 13th, 1960, neither one of us were born, but Walt Disney returned to his boyhood home of Marceline, Missouri to help dedicate Walt Disney Elementary School, a new public school. Walt arrives for the dedication ceremony by train, the first time that the Santa Fe Super Chief had ever stopped in Marceline. He also donated a playground equipment to the new school and a flagpole that flagpole that had flown flags over the 1960 Winter Olympics. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Marceline, very cool place. We've been there a couple times. A lot of history and a lot of cool stuff is thrown their way every now and then. Yeah, you should definitely go there if you can. October 14th, 2008. This is for you also, Nick. Disney World's newest restaurant, T-Rex, opened in 2008. So it's been been around for 10 years already. Yeah, they have one in Kansas City. Not the same. Well, that's... Is it... I don't know. Because it's not in Disney. I didn't go do it. I went to the Rainforest Cafe in Kansas. It was the same. I think they have great food now. Uh, we have a listener that's like, oh, no, it's crap food. But I, there's that's what I heard. That's why I didn't go there. My steak every time I've been there has been amazing. Well, we'll just tell them to give us the Nick steak. And then right. we know we get the right one. Well, speaking of, so my my uncle came up with, uh, what do you call it when someone has, a, I guess, a, radio, a, a radio personality. Oh, okay. He said mine should be Nicky Mouse. <laughs> now I'll just say Nicky, right? Or whatever. Okay, dude, that's like genius. How come I haven't thought of that? I don't know. But it'd be kind of weird to call myself Nicky Mouse. Or are you saying, <laughs> yes, I'm Vicky here with Nicky Mouse. <laughs> so I got to come up with one for you too. Vicky Mouse? Like Minnie Mouse? There we go. Vicky yeah. Mouse and Nicky Mouse. That would mean we're Nikki and like Vicky. boyfriend and like, girlfriend. No, it's like we're twins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, but you're too much younger for that. October 15th, 2013. <laughs> to celebrate the 15th anniversary of Disney World's Fantasmic, Disney's Hollywood Studio becomes the first Walt Disney World Resort Entertainment offering to debut the edition of the Glow with the Show Ear Technology. And you probably remember this, Nick. Uh, that is, we bought the, that hat for Joey. He, or he yeah, used his, they, they're all over the place still. Right. Well, he used his... They don't all work the same, though. And they don't all work in every park like they did when they first... I think they figured that out. Oh, we could sell one for this park and we could sell one. They have different stuff that works with different... Genius ones. idea, though. No, it was a genius idea. Park. But Joey only wore it that first year and we couldn't figure out why. And he said, because the best part about the ears is watching them. And so he would either take them off his head and hold them or I wore them one year because I was like, we paid a lot of money for those ears. Right. October 16th, 1923. This is it for the week. My mother's birthday, by the way. So happy yes. birthday, mom. It's the day before my birthday. Yep, yep. The Disney right. Brothers Studio is founded as a partnership the day after Walt and his older brother Roy signed a contract with M.G. Winkler. Where did it go? That means I have to get you a birthday gift while I'm out there. Nah. A New York oh, cartoon sweet. distributor to produce a series of animated short clips entitled Alice Comedies. 
At that time, the Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio was located in Kingswell Avenue in Los Angeles. It was a structure in the back of a realty office. I remember this if you watched. Yeah, they uh, literally filmed this little girl doing certain things. Right. Overlay it and trace her image. What was the that movie that's on Netflix? The Man Behind the Myth? Nope, that's not it. Uh, Walt Before Mickey. That's what it was. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's a really good movie and it's got some big stars in it. February 1924, they will move the building next door, take over the whole first floor. And on that day, Walt also penned a letter to the parents of actress Virginia Davis, which is the one you're talking about, persuading them to please move to Hollywood from Kansas City so that they can, so that she can star in these new live action animated shorts. So he had only made one with it and then decided, hey, this is going really well for me. I'm going to see if she'll move here so I can get some, make some more movies. Yeah, he had a thing for Alice. I mean, I don't, it's the same, it's that, you know, the same girl, that blonde, right. that blonde little girl. Yep. There was a whole bunch of Alice, like Alice, obviously in Wonderland, yeah. Alice in something else. Yes. Alice does this, Alice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that did was he, all about. I want to research that because I. it makes me think that there was an Alice in his life that didn't make it. I don't know. Like a sister or something. I have no idea. Well, no, I don't know. Al- another Alice? You know, like. I get it. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe they had a child and like it didn't make it. Like research how he came to meet Alice yeah. or who it was to the family. Yeah, that's like, what, what I'm saying. What was it about her? Why couldn't you find another blonde little girl somewhere in Los Angeles? Named Junie. Because this girl was like, I don't know, 12? Right. 11? Something, something like, like that. that yeah. When he was an adult? Yep. Anyway. That's all you got? That's all I got for this week. Awesome. Thanks for bringing the history, Vixter. Listeners, if you're interested in becoming a guest or have a question, go ahead and contact us, 407-674-0414. Go ahead and check us out on... No, I forgot to mention our our email addresses as well. You can always email us. See, I don't have it pulled up. I'm not reading from the script. So there you go. I'm just uh, freestyling it here, Vixter. Yeah, I know. You're grinning from ear to ear. Yep, I know. Just read from the darn script, Nick. Just read from the script. And I don't... Anyway, you can email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking to book your next Disney vacation, go ahead and contact us as well for that quote, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Check out our social me- social media accounts. If you want to check out my Instagram page, check me out at mousecapades underscore Nick. You can also check out our Facebook page, the Mousecapades Podcast, and Twitter account, mousecapadespod. While I'm out there this weekend and through check the week. Check out the Instagram. Definitely check out the Instagram. I'm also going to look for probably see if I can either do facebook live with the mousecapades podcast okay. site or my own which would be nick iman go ahead and you know find me on the facebook that way or i was thinking maybe trying out uh our youtube channel because they also have youtube live you can do as well oh okay i don't know which one do you think would be best facebook facebook live works pretty well okay I, maybe i'll do the mousecapades facebook live. i used it for camp because parents you know want to see what's going on with their kid so check works. us out uh is it this friday i'm going to be doing the haunted mansion no. review when is it monday it is next monday oh i gotta wait listeners gotta wait all the way till yeah, monday i, I want to hold this out i gotta drag it okay, out because we got a lot of we have a lot of ha- halloween episodes that i want to uh have this okay. month we're getting a late start this month later than usual it's only 9th of October. I know, but I would have had two or three pumped no, out 11. by now usually. What is it? I don't even know what day it is. It is the 10th. It's the 10th of October. So anyway. sorry. All right. So listeners, listen on Monday. Kind of skipping Friday here. What's Friday? What are we doing? It's in your notes. Be sure to listen to Friday's <laughs> show as we channel our inner Disney. We're going to go back and talk about the changes of the Disney Channel over the years. Apparently that was in my notes. And then on Monday... Listen to be, his Haunted Mansion. Yeah, History of Haunted Mansion. Got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. This one is going to be awesome, and I think a lot of it might surprise you, Vixter. Cool. All right, listeners, thanks again. And as always, 
Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. Remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. Listeners, stay with me. I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have, Have a, a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.